Podcast. I'm your host, Sam. And I am Leslie, bringing you your weekly dose of horror. Welcome back, Leslie. Welcome. Yeah, You're here. I'm here. Or am I just a reflection? Glamour? Am I just a bunch of bugs piled? Yeah. Two it's... bugs piled on top of each other to make couple, one human? A couple snakes in there, maybe. <laughs> the rattlesnakes. Um, yeah, there was no rattlesnakes. It, it's good to have you back. Thanks. Uh, welcome back to the to the deadlight space. We, it's I like this space. Does it feel familiar? <laughs> yeah, I missed you. I missed your table. <laughs> Just the table. Yeah, um, not you. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. No, uh, it makes sense uh, that you would be coming back on this episode because this this movie that we just watched. Um, is one of your favorites. And the reason I put it in the bucket is because you told me to. It's prolific. I, I told you. I like held a fucking knife to your throat and said... No. That's not how it went down. No. Not at all. Not at all? No. Nope. <laughs> I just, just absolutely go crazy. Just go crazy. Yeah. No. She's a witch. <laughs> I'm She's a fine. Witch. I'm fine. Um, yes. Well, you have told me before that this was one of your favorite ones growing up so i think that it is very fitting that you're here to watch the craft the craft from 1996 (laughs) directed by andrew fleming written by peter filardi and andrew fleming a newcomer to a catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them and boy, did they. Boy, did they. They showed it. Yes, they, they showed did. it, and they were so Catholic as well. Yep. Very Catholic. So Catholic with their little skirts mm-hmm. and their shirts. And their, their Catholic shirts. Yeah, their, their shirt, shorts. I was, I mean, it seemed like as long as they wore the bottoms, it was uniform, and then they can wear whatever tops they wanted. I like, couldn't understand their uniform. It seemed like a pretty chill Catholic school as far as Catholic schools go. Mm-hmm. Everyone was pretty much doing their own thing. Usually, what I've heard from the Catholic, there's only one Catholic school in my hometown, um, and they were pretty, pretty strict. Mm-hmm. Like, up to you couldn't dye your hair, weird colors, um, and I'm pretty sure you couldn't style it in a very fun expressive way i don't think that this catholic high school that we just watched was realistic at all not at all i mean put aside the magic stuff still wasn't realistic at all no no Mm -mm. the teachers are really letting people get away with a lot of shit um and uh, okay so the craft you've seen this many times i'm assuming before um you know i think i've only watched it maybe like a handful of times okay all right it's i always find it kind of interesting Going back and watching some of these movies that 
previously I'm like, I love this movie. This movie is incredible. And then we watch it again under the like deadlights criteria. It sometimes gives you a new perspective. Oh yeah. On uh, the movies, how how is, do you feel about the movie now after watching it with this lens? Well, uh, it's definitely been more than a decade since I've seen this film, um, and for sure, it's just silly. You know, it was made in 1996, and it, all they were they cared about was looking cool. Mm. That is it. All the girls were hot. All the guys were bad boys. Um, and and what I've read is that the the book that they're using, that the gals are using, is an actual book. Obviously, you can't change your hair color. You can't submerge yourself into a mirror um, or turn invisible. Uh, but definitely the chants are real. Um, and and the the use of the herbs and the candles and stuff like that, so that lives on and ah uh, that was really cool yeah and um I still I mean it's supposed to be a warning about if you want to you know involve yourself in magic mm-hmm. just make sure you're using it for good and not bad because everything you put out there will come back to you threefold. Whatever you send out, you get back times three. In 1996, I was three years old. Mm. So I must have seen it maybe when I was like five or six. So it was like maybe like three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the things that were engraved in my brain that made it scary was the hair loss scene mm-hmm. um, where the racist bitch yep. <laughs> was losing all her hair and that was terrifying to me seeing that and i was like oh my god ouch and she had like open source too it's like oh my lord what's going on it's like your skin yeah um and then the the bugs in the house that makes sense Ooh, was i afraid of that Mm. oh gosh creepy crawly creepy crawlers and you know separately all those things don't scare me you know, snakes, mice that look clean. Yeah. Um, don't want to see maggots. Please, God, no. That's, that's the, the one. only thing. That's the one. Big and they were like, they were like bubbling up from the freaking toilets and. Yeah, it was not pretty. Not where you want them. No, because they don't move. <laughs> they weren't moving. They were dead. I think. Yeah, they're just falling out. Yeah, but still Ooh. gross. Yeah. Yeah, and I, well, why don't we just jump into it? Let's do it. Let's just get to the can. Let's get to the can. Open it up, see how it looks. Um, This movie was one of the most 90 movies I've ever seen. Very 90s between the the hair and the clothes and the music. The cars. The cars. <laughs> everything yeah. was just screaming 90s. The almanac says today we'll bring an arrival of something. Yeah, wonderful. I'm getting my rag. Another thing about this movie, about the actual filmmaking, is it at some points reminded me of like an after school special because it's very <laughs> overdramatic. The lighting is very yeah. like almost like soap opera, like haziness. Pe- the how people act is very overdramatic. It's, Everything is just yes. Heightened. And then there is that Bollywood kind of like music. <laughs> 
we're somewhere where it's cursed. Why is it Indian music? Yeah. How did it start? It's just like worldly music. Whatever yeah. it was, Indian or African or whatever, they were definitely just trying to make some sort of like, I'm foreign. Yeah. Magic. I do not mind it. I like the music. I like all kinds of music from all over the world. But what, what I'm wondering, yeah, it's like, when did it start? How did we get here? Mm -hmm. And then it does have a little bit of that connotation of it's evil, it's bad. Right. And it's like, what? Why? Because it's from somewhere else? America? Stop. Stop it. Don't, don't. Oh, it's the 90s. I forgot. It's the fucking 90s. It's pre pre PC culture. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah, it is a good point. Because they use that music like. Many times. Like anytime they were doing magic or like invoking something, it was. And then we used the word, the N word. Oh, yes, we did. I think. Okay. Did it get dubbed? It might have, actually, because she, she didn't say the N word that we all think of. She said a form of it. Just as bad, obviously. But I think it looked like they actually did write in the word. They probably did. And then they just have dubbed it since. Yeah. I, well, good. Not that I'm, they've dubbed it with something better, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. It's not good. None it of is it is good. terrible. It's really bad. Here's what I but. will say about the dubbing, though, is there was dubbing going on through the entire movie. I just wanted to apologize for those guys in French. They're assholes. You know what they say, y'all, what you hang with. Yeah, right. Wait, did you just call me an asshole? I know you guys think we're getting what we want now, but it's going to come back to us threefold. Ooh. <laughs> hey, why didn't you answer the phone? It's three o'clock in the morning, Chris. Oh, yeah, that's a good reason. There was more ADR and dubbing than there was actual, like, on-set sound mm-hmm. and lines that they got from people. There was so much ADR and also, like, why were people whispering all the time? People were whispering. The main character was whispering, whispering. the whole time. What? Hey, whatever you do, stay away from them. Why? They didn't open their mouth. Oh, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna fucking feel it. Yeah, that. So, what's her name? Nancy. Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that actress, like, she has such a big mouth. It's yeah. expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think she was directed to not <laughs> put apart her teeth to like form words. Andrew. So she would be like talking like this. Oh shit! Yeah, I hit the mic. Well, well, is that aggressive though? It was. It was. I felt like she was punching me with her teeth. A little bit. Yeah. It's like, it's like you take him into you. He takes everything that's gone wrong in your life, and he makes it all better again. Yeah, so there was clenched teeth, a lot of whispering, and so I'm assuming that's why they had to do so much ADR, because they were like, oh shit, we can't understand what the fuck these people are saying, so we gotta (laughs) record it again. Um, There was this point where they did definitely do a whisper, uh, like cameras that way, and it was, was, you know, it makes sense if it's like this, if you're shooting it. Right, that's it, classic it, theater. That's classic theater rules. Is you play you upstage. Cheat, yeah, upstage, cheat out, 
Yeah. And we were not doing any of that. No. It no. was very soap opera-y. It's very soap yeah. opera. Yeah. I mean, everything, even the writing was very overdramatic. And I think it's okay because everything is. So it kind of is all works together well. And it very much reminds me of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, obviously we're dealing with magic and supernatural kind of things. But it is that same thing. You know, everyone is overdramatic. We're dealing with high school students. This high school experience is super, super heightened. They're witches. Witches. Well, that's what people say. Chris already told everybody. You told everybody what? That you guys did it. But we didn't. Chris? I'm sorry. Chris is really busy. Maybe we could set some up for um, a nice jacket later in the week. I really liked the production design because all these sets, like the magic shop was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then when they're in their rooms doing like the different like seances and invocations and stuff like that with all the candles and all the little like props that they could play with. um, I actually really did enjoy that. And it seemed like they were pretty detailed, detail oriented when it came to those kind of like seance scenes. Yeah. Which is cool. And, and, I mean, knowing that they stay, they try to stay as true as possible to the seance and encantings, enchant, encant, incantations, incantations. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense for for those scenes to have gone really well. Yeah. But um, damn, these houses were huge. Oh lord! Holy shit! These are some Los Angeles kids. Yeah. It was the same thing in Scream. Which Nev Campbell was also in mm. and was also a child. Oh, of yeah. A very rich, rich family. All those kids were living in the hills. And, in the suburbs. Yeah, like, geez, these rich assholes. Fuck. Damn. Good for her. She's, I being, mean, yeah. she's being cast in rich parts, so that's pretty nice. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I yeah. hope I hope you're also rich and living in those houses. Giving off a rich girl vibe. Damn. Yeah, her character was pretty interesting because um, she was meant to be portrayed as ugly. First mm-hmm. of all, none of those girls were ugly, um, especially her her character. And she had these scars in her back that you couldn't even see. And no. I couldn't. I understand her. Being a high schooler would be very um, self-conscious about them. Sure. Um, But that was like her whole story arc, and I kind of didn't think it was strong enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because then uh, she got rid of them, and then she was like hitting on... Like, she was sexually harassing everyone everyone afterwards. Yeah, she went... She's like, nice ass. (laughs) Ma'am? You're a child. A stranger, (laughs) and yeah, you're a child. Hi. Yeah, she went from like the uh, <clears throat> introverted, unconfident girl to when she like felt the powers. She went to this very vain um, and narcissistic mm-hmm. person. She was called a narcissistic. Yeah. And I think that that was I do enjoy how they kind of like built up each character. Yes, it's, you know. It's very formulaic. You know, you see the movie doing it where we're visiting each girl who's in the group individually and we're seeing what's your trauma? What's your trauma? Oh, and what's your trauma? But I do like that they make a choice with each character Mm -hmm. of what we're dealing with. Because like you just said, 
Her uh, Nev Carol Nev Campbell's character is Bonnie. She's dealing with these essentially like body image issues. And the one in the middle, she's got these burn scars all over her body. I haven't seen them, but friends of mine have. We have Nancy, the more goth one. She's dealing with a lot of slut shaming. Well, you see the one on the right? She's a major slut. I mean, I don't know from experience or anything, but. And then we have Rochelle, who is the only black girl in this girl uh, group of friends, oh and gosh, she's dealing yeah. with straight up racism. racism. Oh God! Look, there is a pubic hair in my brush. Oh no! Wait, wait. That's just one of Rochelle's little nappy hairs. <laughs> and then uh, the main girl, Sarah, is dealing with uh, thoughts of suicide. Thoughts of suicide and the loss of her mom. Yeah. What's up with that? I slit my wrist. Sorry. That's my real mother. Where is she? She died when she was having me. Sorry. And these are all issues that teens deal with. Um, maybe we should just get to the meat. Yeah, let's get to the meat. Because I think that that's we're already what we're, we're getting about there. <laughs> yeah. So through each of these characters, we're getting a different, um, essentially like a different issue that teenagers have to deal with. And I ask for the ability to not hate those who hate me, especially racist pieces of bleach blonde shit like Laura Lizzie. I drink of my sisters and I ask to love myself more and to allow myself to be loved more by others. I drink of my sisters and I take into myself the power to be beautiful outside as well as in. And I take into myself all the power of my own. Nancy also was dealing with issues of classism. Yes. She did not want to be where she was living. Um, rain would come in through their trailer home, and she was being sexually harassed by her new stepdad or whatever he was. Um, and the mom was always drunk. So, like, big, big issues mm. as to why she needed... Uh, as to why she she chose to want to be more powerful when they were doing their first incantations of yeah. what they wanted. I thought it was a great tie that they make between them practicing magic and them coping with the things that are going on in their lives. Because they all come together to do these different um, spells and for a while, they're getting close as friends and they're supporting each other as friends and they're there for each other and they're building these bonds and they're dealing with these issues um, with each other and they're helping and supporting each other. And it's great to see them all like find comfort and safety in each other. And then what I like how the movie pushes that along is when you find something like magic or power or drugs, alcohol, that makes you feel good. What happens when you do too much of that? I'm not trying to win the love with you, paranoid. I'm paranoid? Paranoid. I am not paranoid. Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys shut up? <laughs> 
in what ways does it change you as a person? And we saw mm-hmm. that happen with each of these people in this group. They got a taste for this power and they realized that they could feel good. And then they were all, for the most part, all of them except for Sarah just gave into it and became different. They changed. They became different people because of the power that they were given, which you see when people start doing drugs or drinking alcohol and they start enabling each other and Mm -hmm. then they change as people completely. So I think that the movie actually does a very, very good job of metaphorically showing us the teenage experience of growing up and making mistakes And, and, and dealing with trauma. And just absolutely going against each other if, you know, one person just doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Ew, I didn't, I didn't tell them anything. Well, then why do you want to leave the circle? I didn't say it. You don't need to say it. You're thinking it. Fine, whatever, I'm out. Fine? That's fine. We don't really need a fourth anymore, do we, girls? No. It does make sense why Nancy, the one that was dealing with the slut-shaming and the abusive parents and uh, the classism, she was, you know, arguably the one who was dealing with the most stuff. I mean, we're obviously dealing with a lot of heavy stuff, but she was dealing with a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. So to me, it makes sense that she would make that massive swing of when she felt that power because her whole life has been about her being actually powerless and out of control she it makes sense that she becomes the villain yeah. of the movie because she takes that power and she fucking wields it and will not let it go. I can feel him running through my veins. He's still in me. Yeah, her circumstances were bad, but it was who she was inside um, and what she asked for because mm-hmm. she wanted to be who they were praying for. What, what was he called? Mana. Mana. Yeah. Mana. She, wa- she wanted to be Mana. Yeah. She wanted, she wanted to be. Yeah. And she got it. She, she, got, she it. got it. But she she went cuckoo bananas. Mm-hmm. She used it. She used it. And she murdered two people. Yes, she did. Two people. Yeah. And like mentally and physically tortured Sarah. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, um, go back to the can just a little bit yeah. to just mention how. Or maybe this is me. I don't know. But I wish Sarah's whole, I guess, arc in her uh, witch journey was not just so implemented on a boy. I thought it was so stupid. Made no sense as to why she even wanted him. Look, I don't want to go out with you again, okay? Please, stop begging. It's pathetic. All these 90s and early 2000 movies that, you know, like Clueless and she's all that and 10 Things I Hate About You. It's all about that. Yes. It's all about that. And that's why I haven't seen a lot of them just because I it's so predictable and it's just so annoying. I want there to be more just, you know, yeah. if you're going to have a love story, like have it be a little bit more complicated, at, le- at least like script wise. Yeah. Or believable. But yeah, this was so silly and then it got really bad. Yeah. Like he almost raped her. And then he died. And then he died. <laughs> it 
so <laughs> crazy. What the? Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I think actually what we're talking about now is the cook because of how they're presenting oh, how the they're story. Pre- yeah. And I agree with you. I think that that, because kind of how I mentioned before of each of them having their own shit that they're dealing with, I actually did feel like Rochelle, Bonnie, and Nancy, we did see how we saw their circumstances and then we saw what happened when it worked and when they got powers and then kind of the consequences of that for each of them. And those made sense. Like with the Rochelle, the racist girl, her, all her hair fell out. Mm-hmm. With um, Bonnie, all her scars got, got healed. With Nancy, she got more powerful and her mom got money and she got rid of her stepdad. But with Sarah, the main character of the movie, when we're dealing with this like heavy, heavy backstory of her mom died when she was giving birth to her and she commit she tried to commit suicide. And then yeah, her arc is in this dumb boy who this we dumb hate. boy. We we as the audience hate him, not just you and me. No. We hate him. He's a piece of shit. Especially Chris Hooker. <laughs> I know it's pathetic. It's definitely pathetic. It just didn't make sense in the movie. It didn't make sense. I wish they would have spent more time with her character focusing on her mom. Mm-hmm. because we do learn a little later that her mom is important. She was a witch. She was a witch. And so maybe if they in, they took out Billy Loomis, who, again, another actor from Scream. Yeah, get uh, out of here. Took him out and this replaced that her side story with her discovering more about her mother, you know, like the truth about her mom being a witch and maybe she was really powerful or maybe she tried to do something, but then that's actually how she ended up dying or something. I don't know, because we have just this really heavy backstory going on with her and we never really do anything with it, it just seems odd. It, like, it also it also could have been producers being like, oh, you know what sure. we need? Yep. We need a love story. It really felt so like... So a lot of this yeah. kind of like backstory we can remove. And yeah, because all of those movies that you just said were coming out at this time. And they're like, oh, we have to have a love we story. We need to have a hot, hot, hot And also, boy. we got the, the guy who was just in the really successful Scream movie. So yeah, we're gonna, we got to make him the love interest. Another thing about The Cook that I wanted to say is this movie was like... Felt like we were moving so fast. Oh, yeah. Because like we start with... Sarah moving to L.A., which I do like. I, I do always enjoy when a horror movie starts with someone moving somewhere. Like Twilight? Of course. Um, or Insidious or, you know, a multitude of other things besides Twilight. Um, because she's the outsider. She is has to learn about this new school along with us as the mm-hmm. audience. So we're automatically in her her shoes. So I really like that. But it was like the first day she got to school. She got a boyfriend. She got new friends. She discovered that she has powers. I was like, Jesus Christ, slow down. Uh, what a first day of school. There was this man that came in with a snake and be like, I had a dream about you. You're going to die. Uh, <laughs> you want a <what>? snake? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this movie's like moving like it's on cocaine. Oh, it yeah. Like, boop, 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 boop. And then I do take a little bit of issue with the main girl. Sarah, I thought she was extremely flat. I don't have any money. We get a five-finger discount. Five-finger discount. 
Why you didn't read that? It explains it all. Okay. Maybe you are a natural witch. Your power comes from within. Come on, Sarah. I just couldn't get a read on her emotions because she just seemed like she didn't care about anything. Exactly. It, it, uh, it seemed like the actor didn't care about. You know what being she there. like? What I felt like the casting director might have looked at her and been like, "Yes, yeah, she has that. She has boobs. Ooh. <laughs> Make her run. That it works. Yes. <laughs> Your cast. Yes. Run." <laughs> Just like absolutely. Open that brilliant. sweater. <laughs> She's in high school. Okay. Stop it. Yeah, movie. She's in high school. <laughs> Jesus. Um. No. What I what I felt her her image was trying to imply was, oh my lord, the girl from Hannibal, the actress. Oh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah. You know how Jodie Foster is very stoic, mm -hmm. but she's a great actress. Yeah. And even though she sometimes whispers her her lines, they're with intention and you can still get an emotion. Okay? You don't have to be over overacting all the time, but this girl like gave us nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. It was strange. Because it's it's easy to overact but, on film. It's really hard to underact. I mean, you had Nancy, who's going crazy. Yeah. You do have to have like a a parallel, but it was just too flat. It was mm -hmm. too much of nothing. Yeah. How do you enter? With perfect love and perfect trust. That's a girl. And then also, going back to how they kind of are like talking about the meat, you know, which we're talking about how people cope with their traumas. The ending was a little confusing to me because was the lesson that just keep using magic until you control it? Because she didn't necessarily end up good. Like Sarah didn't end up as a good person. She sent Nancy to an insane asylum and then literally threatened the other two girls at the end to be like, if you fuck with me, I will kill you. So if you ever want to just hang out and chant or, or call the coroners. Maybe. Hold your breath until I call. Because we just saw Nancy, you know, the she got power drunk. And then she ended up, that was her destruction in the end. And then we end with Sarah, who's supposed to be like, I think the movie wanted us to be like, yeah, yeah girl, you, you tell them, you get them. But I was just like, fuck, she's the same as Nancy. Well, you know, back in the day, uh, we might have. We might have been like, hell yeah. You know, you don't have to be a great ass person for us to cheer for you. I guess. But. Uh, I mean, I guess you don't in any movie. And maybe if she was a better actor, I'd be, che I'd be cheering for her. If she just gave us a little bit more. If she just, if she made me care about her at all, maybe I would care about her at all. Because she just kept going back and forth about this boy as well, and it was just, like, so irritating. It was so dumb. It was truly the worst story 
uh, line of this movie. It didn't make any sense why she was so infatuated with him, especially after he told everyone that they fucked. Yeah. And And then then, he was a total douche. And then he was he was like, please don't beg and blah, blah, blah. Um, he had his short little friend being like, he'll take a message. <laughs> yeah, he's real busy right now. Um, yeah, and then when he died, she was like, oh, like, I loved him or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, no. He just he tried to rape you. <laughs> almost raped you. What the fuck are you talking about? Now, now, not saying that he deserved to die for, oh, absolutely. you know, yeah. no one deserves to die. But also, it's like, you're not in love with him. No way. Why this it it was like whiplash. Like yeah. that that storyline, it was like, what? What? Ow, my for, neck. for as emotionless as she was, she was giving us whiplash <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> you, know, you look like Nancy now at the on the stretcher. I can't take apart <laughs> my teeth. <laughs> I'm flying. That actually perfectly leads us into the thrill because we can talk about her for a little bit. Because, I mean, let's be honest, this movie isn't scary. No. There's some creepy crawly things going on at the yes. end. But the first, at least the first two thirds of this movie are them discovering their powers, doing little love spells, doing hair loss spells, you know, nothing too scary. But it isn't until we have that beach scene and then uh, Nancy's like, Mana, take it, come inside of me, kind of. Yeah. Um, and, and then she walks on water. And then she walks on water, and then she is changed. I mean, she's completely different after that. And they all start to change after that. And that's when things start to get darker. Again, it doesn't become scary, but it definitely we're dealing with crazier people who have more powers, which specifically is is Nancy. And she does some pretty creepy things. She does. She starts um, absolutely... Uh, seducing the the dude mm-hmm. as Nan as um as Sarah, yeah. She put on that bad wig, and then this final set piece at the end when she's invoking all the vermin, the rats and the snakes and the yeah. maggots, and it's all literally surrounding her house. And that's that was fucking creepy. That was a lot of creepy crawlers. And big crawlers. There's a big ass bow constructor there. The oh, <laughs> get off. Um, there is those big old juicy uh ca- like cockroaches, mm-hmm. like the really thick ones. Scorpions. Yeah, scorpions. All the bad stuff that you don't want coming out of your toilet. No. no and what. and that's the what what was really sad about that is that in conf- like she confined in her friend saying that when she was trying to like kill herself um she just kept seeing all these images of bugs and rats and all these things i used to hallucinate things i'd close my eyes and all i would see was snakes and bugs everywhere and so she's like submerging her in her worst nightmare which is so sad she does an incredible, Nancy does an incredible job of mentally torturing mm-hmm. Sarah because mm-hmm. of that. And also, she makes her think her parents are dead. She makes her think that her parents died in a plane crash. It is awful. So she is, yeah, like that to me is when the movie got scary of like, holy shit, like this girl 
with all of this power is a loose cannon. She's mm-hmm. all, she's crazy. What does crazy do with all this power? And we saw her do some crazy shit. Well, she wanted Sarah to commit suicide. You're going to kill yourself tonight, my dear. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, this was a movie that I really liked when I was younger. And I think it's just because they made it look very attractive. They did. They really uh, did make it look. I did not know English when I saw this movie. Oh, well, there you go. Now it makes sense why you only talk in uh In Kenti, yeah. yeah, and in Kenti. The light within me is the light within you. <laughs> well, we heard that song when we pulled Insidious out of the bucket. We did. It's <laughs> like, God damn. I did, it's, coming from, it's coming from this little dude over here. Ponzu. Pazuzu. Ponzu. Ponzu. <laughs> Pazuzu love Ponzu. <laughs> oh my oh, wow. god, that was so dumb. Amazing. All right, let's get to the ride. Uh, yes, let's, let's do just it. pull right into the ride of this movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's. I'm gonna now that we've gone through this whole podcast of discussing. I'll back. Go back to you. Um, yeah. After seeing this movie, a movie that you've you know talked about really really liking and obviously very important to you growing up. Uh, and learning English. Mm-hmm. Um, how was the ride? <laughs> um, you know, it's it's silly, but I still is it's in my heart. Uh, but due to the criteria of the Deadlights podcast, um, I have to put it in a very fair category and give it a th- a solid three. Three, <laughs> yeah, three Be- out of five. Just because half of it is just my own. I still like it. I still like this film, yeah. um, but it's not the strongest of film. I can't quite give it a 3.5 or a 4 because the script, it's not its best. It moved way too fast. Um, the only thing that holds up is just how well it looked and the fashion. And it's just like a, it's just a cult classic for witchy, witchy folks. Yeah. So. And I also do think that this movie, as we were watching it, I was like, oh, like so many other witch movies and stuff after this clearly took inspiration from the craft Mm -hmm. and like almost made like witchcraft cool. You know, like it's this cool 90s thing and they sell that very well. And like I have talked on this podcast before i love buffy the vampire slayer i love these like angel like these styles of like this nostalgic 90s after school special it's okay that like things are being overacted Mm -hmm. or that that line is very very over the top um because it's all working together it kind of makes it fun um and so you can't really take that style away from it. Yeah. They know they know they were making an okay film. Yeah. And it's but, it, and that's fine because yeah. the things that are fun about it are really fun. Like all the magic things I think are really cool. The magic effects, you know, some of them are, you know, 90s special effects, but I still do think that they're effective. Um and it's fun. It's really just a, a fun film. But again, we are keeping it within a criteria here. Um, so I think I'm going to go more with a two. You got it? Two. 
Two. Two out of five. Two. Yes. Two, um, two, two. But I'm, I'm glad we got a return from Nev Campbell. Love Nev Campbell. Um, and the guy who played Billy Loomis in Scream in this movie, we could get rid of him. A lot of people going in and out of windows in this movie, I just realized. <laughs> yeah. You know, windows are the eyes to the eyes. I mean, the windows to the eyes. You mean the eyes Window- of the house? <laughs> windows are the eyes of the house. Yes. Therefore, there are windows to our soul. True. And therefore, people will fall out of them. It's like people <laughs> fall out of our eyeballs. And then also, now my eyes are green. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't notice. Whoa. Yeah, before this, my eyes weren't brown. No. No, my eyes were a pale shade of blue. Yeah. No, they were all just white to me. <laughs> just white. <laughs> yeah. All right. The crap. The crap. Oh, God, we got it in. So yeah. actually, you don't need to pull the bucket over because in the last episode, Connor picked one for us. Ooh. And I know what it is, but you don't. I do not know so what it I is. I will read you, and now you have to guess. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Santa Claus is actually a demon who lost a bet with an angel, so he becomes the giver of toys and happiness. But when the bet is off, he returns to his evil ways. Oh. <laughs> is this a D movie? Oh, God. Uh, Santa like, Kills? I mean, pretty close. Santa's Sleigh. Oh. Santa's Sleigh from 2005. Yeah, we're getting Santa a, slays. another campy one. Yay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it'll be our first holiday movie mm-hmm. of a podcast. So Yes. And our first D. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think a couple of the movies that we've watched weren't considered D movies, but we gave them a D. So we'll see. Maybe we'll see if Santa's sleigh <laughs> holds up with those other D movies. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, Yay. Let's get out of here. Huh? All right. Well, you can follow me on Instagram, color me Leslie. And me at BP Pritchie T. Also call us. <laughs> yes. Uh, 773-669-6677. Anything you want. Literally, just leave us a message. Yes. Uh, stories. Anything. 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 Please. Uh, you can also find us at The Deadlights Pod and also check out Playground Social, which is the studio that we're recording this from. But until next time, let's get spooky. Ooh. <laughs>